Hey sis, you're tapping in to your weekly dose of Sis I Tell You What with your girls L, Coco, and Ash. Today we're coming in hot with relationships, situationships, and everything that comes with them. Let's get into it. What is a situationship? Um, we all know what a situationship. I mean, what is a relationship? Like, a situationship is just somebody you're dealing with. Like, sexually, or y'all are dealing with each other sexually, or having like this boyfriend-girlfriend thing, but you don't claim it. I mean, but does it have to be sexually, though? Like, uh, can it yeah. be an emotional situationship? <laughs> no. Hmm, no? But that's a good question. So, like, no? do you believe in emotional cheating? Oh, yes. Yes. Right? So, then how come I you do. have an emotional situationship? That's a good spin. Yeah. You know, that's I true. never thought about it like that. You kind of got us there, El. And those be um, worse than probably the physical cheating. Absolutely. In the sense of, because you get emotionally involved. I agree. I agree. And I feel like in a situationship, you, if you're getting that emotionally involved, it would be one-sided, right? Okay, so to me, situationships can be one-sided. They can. But, I mean, they can be one-sided. Right. Okay, so let, let's let's get down to the semantics of this situationship thing, right? Because I feel like a lot of people have so many varying opinions. For example, um, social media gave me some some pretty different reviews. Um, I had good sex, bad relationship is a situationship. I had someone you can call to relieve stress, and they leave right afterwards. Praying hands, praying hands, praying hands. Y'all both are together. Everybody knows y'all are together, but y'all not really together. So the, the the common sentiment is that one person in this is is under the advantage of, I don't really want to be with this person, but I'm getting the benefit. And then the other person seems to be like, I really like this person. There could be a chance. And then I'm sure there's the scenarios where it's just like, we're both just not ready. So like, how do you get into a situationship? Like, how does that play itself out? I mean, sometimes you don't go looking for it. It just happens. I had a three-year situation shit fall right into my lap. I literally commented on something on Instagram. <laughs> I commented on one video. And from there, we talked every day for like four months straight. We linked up. Chemistry was there. We grown. It happened. <laughs> like, And then from then on, it was like we were really good friends that had sex. Like... It, well, you know my And it went on for three years. You can't be friends with someone <laughs> you are having sex with. But that's just my personal opinion. Yeah, you can. I, that's just my personal opinion. Well, How you feel, Coco? No, I think women, we have we struggle with that. I think a lot of women struggle with that. The more you have sex with somebody, and I will say... Depending on how your situationship is going, are y'all just having sex and just parting ways or are y'all having sex and going Ooh, out awesome. with each other and like you l having long ass conversations and shit uh. so that <laughs> can turn into something more than a situationship it could and see me personally i look at it as because like you said as women right we're creatures of like all humans are creatures of companionship so like everybody wants companionship but at what point do both parties say, hey, I don't want a relationship with you? Or is that just like an unwritten rule in a situationship? No, because 
at a certain point you have to have these conversations because we are adults and we all we both do have feelings so like all right for instance situation i had from drive we had a conversation like he's like listen you know what i mean we're cool I'm just not ready for that step. And from that point, you choose whether or not you want to deal with that person. However, sexually, our relationship dwindled, but our friendship blossomed. So, I mean, in a certain sense, it's kind of like once you figure out what y'all want to do or what y'all don't want to do, you know what I mean? It kind of goes from there. Do you still deal with that person or do you still, you know what I mean, continue your friendship? Like I said, the, the sex stopped for the most part. Sex stopped. But mm-hmm. it's like, hey, come over, hang out. You know what I mean? Mm. So y'all went backwards. Yeah, essentially. And yours. Mine's, I didn't go backwards. Like, we started with the hanging out. Okay. You know, just the hanging out. And then the bar situation came in, and which was, it should have never. The drinky drink. And so, yeah, that, that, do. <laughs> Yeah. So that's how ours went. We we went from hanging out to getting drunk one night and it just happened, which it really wasn't supposed to. And then it continued. And what was crazy is that we had talks like this, like, what are we doing? Like, this can't continue like this. But in my situation, both of us got feelings and got involved. Oh. So neither one of us at some point was willing to step away, even though we knew that it was for the best. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so just, and that was okay, five so years. I mean, that's, a, that's been, a long time. Yeah. So had it not been, you know what I mean? The fact that he was stepping out, had it not been that, do you think it would have blossomed into something? Yeah. I feel like if he didn't have his situation, I think it would have blossomed into something, even though we, even though we also had an age gap. What was the age gap? Two. Yeah, it was past seven years. Oh, I will oh. say that. You out here Younger or older? Yeah. Oh, you out here kissing dads and robbing the cradle. Look at you. Look, and I don't even look. I've been trying to be open minded about age and things of that nature. I try to, but I normally want somebody that's roughly around my age, just within my like generation, you know? So I don't know. It's just like I said, this was something that I have never experienced before that I've never, you know, uh, thought I would ever be in. And I'm going, like I said, I'm going to keep it all the way real. I was one of them ones to be like, side, side chick, <laughs> girl, like, you know better, like, da 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 And here I was at some point, that when girl. When feelings get involved, yeah. shit change. They be like, I don't care about what you're yep. talking about. This is legit, right? So I, <laughs> I get that. Right. Listen, I feel like everybody has played whether an intentional or an unintentional side chick at some point point my situationship turned me into a side chick while in our situationship so it could be my ptsd that is like situationships don't lead nowhere but hurt i mean right yeah because i mean i've had like like i've seen you know people that started as sneaky links end up in whole fruitful relationships Mm -hmm. not the sneaky link what's a sneaky mm -hmm. link so all right (laughs) (laughs) somebody you know what i mean Somebody you link with, but nobody knows. 
Like for whatever oh, reason, if what it's we just used to call like you jump off when yeah. you're younger. Okay. Yeah. But nobody really knows. And I don't think because everybody has their own definition of what a sneaky link is. To me, for real, for real, I don't feel like you know what I mean? A sneaky link is so much as really being sneaky most of the time. Like my sneaky link that ended up being my situation, <laughs> like we were both single at the time. So when we started, mm-hmm. when he became my sneaky link, we were single, but we were the only people that knew that we were having sex with each other. So it went from, it went from us literally only linking up to have sex. And then it turned into, in between meetups, we ended up growing as friends. And it's kind of like, now at this point, what, maybe what, a year in now? We're friends and like this ex pretty much is by the wayside. And I'm 100% okay with that because I enjoy our friendship. Okay. So then, you know, just, just questions because again... I, you know, I I was turned into a side chick. I, I don't know. It just it's it was a strange phenomenon. Um, this individual played me right. I play. I, I say that lightly because I have a firm belief that you can only play yourself, right? Yeah, so it was yeah, and I, I saw the red flags, but it was just you know I had the conversation with myself how many times like oh well eventually it'll be something. Right. So like. I'm not a friendship person when it comes down to the opposite sex because I know the emotions behind not only myself, but others. And I just feel like we can be friends, we can be acquaintances, but as far as like hanging out, intimate settings, that's where I draw the line where it's like, okay, there's a chance, you know, like Coco said before, there's a chance that that intimacy may happen just from attraction to each other. The And even if it's unknowing, right? But like, I always have the question when, when you're in a situation, at what point do we say, this is not going to lead anywhere. I'm moving on. Cause I've even heard people get upset when somebody gets into a relationship in the situation, i.e. me, right? (laughs) I was hot. I'm like, what the hell you thought this was? I thought we was made building something, but that was my naivety thinking. So, you know, when does that change? So like, I don't know. Again, that's where that's where you end up choosing. Like once those conversations are had and a lot of times in situationships, the conversation isn't had. So and like in this situation, it was just like, all right, boom. Like I know that I'm not ready for a relationship because of what I just came out of. Cool. Understood. We're just kicking it. We're having fun, whatever, whatever. But then it's at that point you choose, do I stay? Because you know what I mean? The vibes are there. Or do I move on because I know Damn. at the end of the day, it's not going to lead anywhere. You know what I mean? And if it were to lead anywhere, you know what I mean? He'll come back or she'll come back or whatever the case is. So let me go ahead and part my ways and still, you know, dip my toe in other waters to figure out what I might like, what I might not like. And then maybe if down the line, they do come back into your path, you know what I mean? Y'all go from there. But I don't think they should have that one up. Sometimes people end up, dating other people while they're, you know, separated from the situation, they start dating other people. And then the person they originally wanted in the situationship comes back and they push everybody else to the wayside. I think situationships are okay in the right circumstances. As you can see, we all three had different scenarios of situationships where in L situation, they were both single. Really now, a lot of dating is situationships. 
at this point. Like when people date and stuff like that, they're basically falling into situationships versus commitment. And in my sense, the talks that y'all are talking about, we had them because we knew in my situation it was wrong in the sense of, but neither one of us could walk away. So the nuances around situationships are just like relationships in the sense. Complicated. Are they not? Listen, I, we went through, I went through relationships. This person went through relationships and somehow it was like, we would always come back to each other. And I had to come to a realization for myself that I wanted a relationship. Obviously I'm building it at another point with another person in hopes that this situationship recognizes me and is like, oh, I miss you and I wish you to come back. Not realizing that person, whether woman or man, made up their mind well before, right, we even got that far. And I think that's where I say like a lot of the confusion comes from because I feel like we just, we push forward and we pioneer and we like, man, F that red flag, know this, I'm going to speed through all the stop signs. So it's just, it's different. And, And I think personally, Right. Personally, I think I have a cure for it. Y'all ready to hear my cure? Mm. All right. So I feel that women and men, but we we talking to the women right now. So I, I feel that women deserve to have what's called a starting five. The reason I say this, you have a star player. That can be your situationship. Y'all have sex. Y'all hang out. Y'all do all these wonderful things. But to prevent yourself from falling so hard for this person, you entertain yourself with others that gives you comparative. So for instance, you have four others and and some people can do a big three, whatever your toleration limit is, right? You are not to have sex with more than one of them. That is that is forbidden in, in my, my <laughs> the, the entirety that I have set up. That's forbidden. You choose one, that's your star player. Whoever you are sexually active with, that's your star player. Everyone else is there to court you in case your situationship doesn't pan out. Right. But you you also let it be very transparent and honest and saying, I am dating. You are not the only person that I am dating. And in return, they say the same thing. Right. And if for any reason somebody starts to catch feelings that you just don't have, you put them in IR. Not injury reserve. Injury reserve for those. Not injury reserve. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) You have to. You have to. Because if you really look at it, right, you don't want to lead anybody. That's why you from the from drive, you got to let everybody know what's up. And then from that point, people get to choose. The only thing I hate about these situationships is when people go in with expectations, but there's not a conversation had. So then when it gets to it, it's like, well, you were never my girlfriend anywhere. You never my boyfriend anyway, or whatever the case is. And then here we are. So now you sitting here, you know, with shit on your face. And it's only because nobody had that adult conversation we're grown, we're dating. You know what I mean? You're not the only person I'm dealing with now until you step up and apply pressure and say, listen, I want you to be my girlfriend. Ain't nothing. But see, we kind of, kind of shift that up a little bit, right? Um, the, the starting five is there to give you comparables for your situationship. So what I find is a lot of us tend to give so much energy Put to all a your situationship. Eggs in one right. And then Deep down, it's like sometimes we just know it may not pan out. And if you're looking for relationships, this is not to say if you're not looking for that, then this remedy is not for you. If you are and you're, if you feel yourself exerting way too much energy into the, the other person and you're like, you know what? 
I'm doing way too much. That's when you can start to date and get comparables where it allows you the opportunity to say, hey, this is a really good person. Maybe this situation ain't really what I thought it was. It seems ingenious to me. Males don't like to hear it, right? Men, men do not like to hear it. So even though they're doing what they do, they don't want you doing that same thing. It ain't no fun when a rabbit got the gun. Okay. Now, Coco, I know you said that you, what you say you were in, well, a situationship, and that didn't pan out. Did you see yourself, did you see that coming? Or was it where, where you guys fully vested to where it was like, there's a chance this does happen? Uh, no. <laughs> Straight like that, huh? <laughs> I'm just going to be honest, like, okay, so I will say that this, having this conversation is also therapy because I had to come to the, to the point of, um, yes, this feels good. You know, we're doing some of the things that quote unquote relationship people do, but I had to come to the realization that he wasn't never going to let her go. He didn't want me to have anybody outside of him. So it was just like, what are you doing to yourself? Wow. And I I mean, I used to beat myself up all the time and to go through that mentally for years when I didn't have to. Um, yeah, it, it was something. And I knew like like I knew that it wasn't going to go anywhere. Like I couldn't sit there and ask for him to stop talking to somebody he was talking to previously, you know, before right. me, right. you know, so. I made those dumb decisions to continue on with that stuff. And I had to take the responsibility in that when, and we do as women, we decide to be in situationship. We need to take that responsibility with what comes with it. If we decide to stay in them. So even with red flags, I stayed. That's a word. That is a word. Coco. Do you hear me? <laughs> that is a word because I think like, you know, we said it earlier, you can only play yourself and People are going to be horrible human beings whenever they choose to, if they choose to, right? And yet, here we are, still running past them red flags, like we at Six Flags. Like, nope, we getting on this ride and we going to have a damn good time. So I I, I appreciate like it. Right? <laughs> you know what? I can't say, we can't say idiot and crazy and stuff like that because that's... I appreciate Ableist. Ableist, yep. Ableist, <laughs> yeah. So let's watch what we say. Absolutely. But I will tell you, we shouldn't be getting on them rides and not buckling our, our seatbelts for our own safety. Right. So I definitely think that. And, and I, like you said, Coco, it's, it's a learning lesson. It's all a huge learning lesson. And nothing is more important than, than the lessons that we've learned from it as far as being in these situationships. They're not always bad, but man, when they do take a toll, they sure can. Yes. And don't be yourself up That's, about yes. it. Yes. Absolutely. Like, that's easier said than done, but just just don't. Like, you have to be ready to move yourself out of those type of situations. Have y'all ever heard the saying that says, that's to the get over one, shit you gotta get under I've another? I've ever heard in my entire <laughs> life. Oh, I hate it. Okay, so, L, so in your situation, well, see, yours wasn't like that. Like, y'all had a mutual thing going uh, Originally, on. it started as sex. That's that was it. Right. And that's and that was the cool thing for y'all. But even when I tried to deal with somebody else, I was always comparing. Naturally, you're going to compare. So because it's kind of like, OK, before I jump ship, you know what I mean? Like, wait, you know what I mean? What am I taking with me? What am I leaving behind? So it's like, all right, cool. You're with this person. You're right. dealing with this person for a reason. 
something attracted them, whether it just be the sex, whether it be y'all's conversation, whether it be, you know what I mean? Whether it be whatever, because he's tall, because he's slim, because he's athletic, whatever the case is, something's attracting you to that person that's keeping you there. So then when someone else comes along, it's like, dang, so I like all of this in him. But this next person, do they have any of those qualities? Do they have any of those aesthetics? Do they have any of that that I can possibly jump ship for? So naturally, you're going to compare. Naturally, you're going to compare. Like, Elle, you better speak. my current situation. Like, mm. we two peas in a pot. So it's kind of like looking at myself sometimes, the way we react to certain situations, the way we handle certain situations. So for me to go on to the next person, it's like physically you're going to have to come hard. You're going to have to bring a lot of things because he doesn't taught me a lot of things. And I, I can't I can't go back down after I already hit that level. But then like mentally and emotionally, you're going to have to feed me the same way, if not better. If you can't feed me the way he's been feeding me, then I can't do nothing with you because aside from sex, that mental and emotional, right. that's what's going to get you a whole lot further. Right. And I think that was my problem and that was my issue. And that's why I kind of like stayed around for so long because he was with me or around me in my transition of my weight loss journey. Like he saw me at a certain size and he seen me, he he was attracted to me at, at my, one of my heaviest size. And then I got, went through weight loss surgery and he, you know, he just was really supportive on that end of looking good, staying mm-hmm. in the gym, just it was just more of an emotional support. And then, of course, add a great sex life onto that. It was just a lot that made me not think straight. Because it feels good. To be honest. Like, when you're going through so much physically. Right. How did you sit there and put yourself through this? You you, you have this, this, and this. And, and you could do this, this, and this. But you're choosing to put yourself through through this while he's at holidays with somebody else and you're you know over here talking them social media pages because i done been girl let me mm -mm. (laughs) i done been on them social media pages (laughs) like oh that's what you've been to do now you got a whole attitude when he texts you later like right (laughs) (laughs) knowing good and well you know the situation but that don't mean okay like nigga that don't mean you can't text me throughout the day just because you were her you with your little girlfriend Right. Okay. Right. You got your, you got your, you got your text messages on silent. You ain't even got to act okay. like that. I get a good morning every morning. Now today, you want to be with your family. That's it. That's all. That's if you even got the text. That's even if you got the number to text. Oh, girl, huh. girl, Coco. That's even if you have the number <laughs> to text. If you even got the number. Uh, uh, yeah. These things sound. Listen, they sound and, and, and you like how frustrating is it that when you're dealing with these people and you're in these situationships and it's like you feel like such a hypocrite because you're like it's so contradicting. You're like, he's such a good person or she's such a good person. Right. And because then, you right. know, good and well, they aren't because you're in the situation with them. But then you're like, mm. right. <laughs> you're like, they might be a good person in aspects. But in this one, it, it, it I just got to face the face the music at some point. right and then you have to also accept that you may be like like I also had to accept the part my part in it which was hard for me to do 
Like what? Yes. I, I really, when I said earlier, beat yourself up, like, I mean that, but that's easier said than done. Because when you, True. when you know something is not right, at some point it's going to, it's going to eat you up when you know it's not right. But then you're like, you know, well, this is just how I feel. Like, you know, I used to always question, well, you can, people can love two people at one time, you know, just, just me trying to enable myself. And it just, you know, it just doesn't work at the end of the, at the end of the day. It's complicated. And I'm not even going to lie. Like I'm being transparent. I still miss him to this day and I have a way to contact him and I'm, but I'm not because I know that that is not the right thing for me to do. And it was never going to be anything, you know, more than what it was. It's, it's a tough, it's a tough reality. I feel like, I feel like we just, whew, I went through a very long recovery period after my situationship. Um, it presented itself in a lot of my relationships. It presented itself uh, even after those. It was just, it was, it took a very long recovery to not only forgive myself for the, the you know, being in the situationship that was not in my best interest. We didn't have like any sort of agreement <laughs> of anything. So that was, that was a large recovery where it was just like, dang, Ash, you, you'd have been in this for a while and never got anything as far as like building blocks from it outside of your own building blocks internally. Like, okay, this is what I've learned about myself through this process, you know? Right. So they, they, listen, these situationships sound hard. I encourage everybody to just do what you can tolerate and never be afraid to just walk away. Like, you know what, for my sanity and my mental health, and my emotional health, I'm I'm just gonna have to say, uh, next. right. Don't if you know in a situation that it's not gonna be anything, it's gonna be more harmful than good for you. Walk away. Don't even start it. And even if even if you fall into a mistake, like how mine started, end it there. End it there. Don't mm-hmm. because something it was good to you or you had this feeling of this vibe or whatever, even though y'all were friends before anything happened, walk away, walk away. I appreciate that. Absolutely. So before we go any further, because I definitely want us to get into the dating conversation and what that looks like, (laughs) um, we're going to kick it off with our mail. So we have something that came in from social media, ladies, and it's their craziest dating story, okay? This was sent to me by someone who felt the as though they wanted to help others understand that the dating world is probably as complex as you feel. This person said that one day they were on their way to work. They were uh, going through public transportation and a gentleman walks up to them and they start having conversation. They say that they feel this person is very polite, respectful, and slightly older. The assumption was probably in their 40s, like maybe 41, 42. So they exchanged numbers for a while. Before they actually hung out, they texted a lot, probably for a few months. Then the conversation comes up of where, you know, your living situations and what are your goals in life, the the, the conversations that people have when you meet someone. This person stated that they were renting a room in a house and that they were, you know, this person could come over, they could hang out, 
and it would all be good to go. So they go to this person's house, they hang out, cook, they get cooked for, they stay the night, everything else. And after some time passes, they start to kind of question what's going on. They're like, something's just a little different about these, these interactions. So they come to find out that this person is only in their local state because he's running from someone trying to hurt him back home. Then over time, right, that was a red flag that, that this person admittedly said they, they blew right past. Then they ended up finding out over time that that was a lie. And where this person was staying was a rehab home. Now, they want to make it clear that they have no issues with where a person stays. It was the lies for them. Throughout that entire time, they felt that they had been ran through the ringer. They also ended up finding out that he was close to well over 50 and had children around their age. Then he began to threaten, stalk, and make insane, dangerous statements against them. Um, so this person is safe. This person has removed themselves, but they wanted to share that story with us to, to let us know that the, the dating world itself is extremely complex. Any comments, lady? First of all, what? Like, okay. <laughs> it's a lot like, to take right. in, right? Yeah. Cause it, it's so <laughs> it's much a lot to, to take unpack. in. When I first read it, I said, I gotta, I need a moment. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So for starters, I'm glad that person is safe. Cause Oh, I watch way too much of the ID channel. Um, <laughs> but no, that is a lot. That absolutely is a whole lot for real. The lies. It's the lies. Wow. This wasn't nosy she enough. She wasn't nosy enough. <laughs> he said it wasn't nosy she, enough. She, Talk to us, Coco. What do you think, She girl? wasn't nosy. That, look. She wasn't doing her research. Can we, can we really like keep it real? That's what it is. It's a whole lot of oh yeah, I live by myself, or <laughs> you, you know, kind of renting room from my baby mom, but we not together, but we only fuck on Tuesdays. Like what? <laughs> like, yeah, no. Okay, mm. she's just a roommate. I didn't. I didn't been in. Who? I didn't got trapped into that one, y'all. But like Coco was saying, you know, this is the socially unfiltered she podcast. She knew what the red so, flags were. Listen, if we if we got to tell our sis what the red flags were. She ignored were, them. She knew we, exactly we got to have what that they conversation. were. And she ignored them. She sure did. She said, pedal to the metal. She ran through every nothing. stop sign that was available, huh? <laughs> and that's okay. You know why? <laughs> you know why it's okay? Because she is safe and she is recovered and has a, a lesson learned that maybe sometimes those red flags really are the reason we need to kind of slow down and say, okay, let's just take a moment to process this. So have y'all ever had a, a dating story where it's just like, I don't even know what happened. Basically, so I have one, right? Um, in my past life, I was definitely a little different when it came down to my emotional stability then compared to what I am today. So I was Jesus dating someone. Was yeah, it was it was different in my in, in You were surprising. Oh, I no, was, I can't say that. No, no I no, will allow no, you no. to say that yes, about me. That I was certifiably was crazy. Man, I've been girl no. Oh. Yeah. Um I had a lot of trauma that I wasn't unpacking. There was a lot of anger management issues that I wasn't addressing, rage issues. It was, it was really, it was, it was different. Um, so 
when you say crazy, it's okay. It doesn't offend me personally. And since you're speaking to me, we're cool, right? But I tell you what, I I was dating and this was a person that was a situationship at first that turned into dating, that turned into a relationship at some point, right? So it was it was a weird dynamic that we had. And this person, while we were dating, I had this mindset that like, because we were in the situationship first, we, he owed me loyalty, right? So while we were dating, I remember I was at this restaurant and in this restaurant, I'm with one of my girls and we're hanging out and we get ready to leave the restaurant, paid to check everything. Everything's cool. Y'all. Why, when I'm walking down that, you know, that little, that little hallway, you got the the little aisle, you got to walk down. <laughs> I look to my left and this motherfucker is on a date, y'all. Now, I knew in my heart that I didn't have no right to be feeling any type way about the situation, but somehow I did. And y'all, I showed up, right? And I said, hey, and sat down at the booth with them. And was like, this is a very pleasant surprise. And <laughs> he he walked me outside to talk to me, right? And I was like, I don't want to hear nothing you have to say. Well, he basically was distracting me so that the young lady could get in the car safely, okay? <laughs> so I noticed that she was in the car. And now I'm pissed. Now I'm like, oh, you paid for her meal. You know, you know, sometimes us women, we it's the it's the semantics that's that's the most intimate for us. <laughs> right. So I'm like, oh, you paid for her meal. You drove her here. Like this is a whole real live date. Not realizing that person did not owe me not a, an ink of loyalty in the relationship field. Right. Why this person pursued a relationship with me after that was just one scenario. But that I say that to say that that's a crazy dating story that someone else would be able to have about me, right? right? So, like, have you ever experienced anything that the dating experience, you're just like, that was different. Wow. Or have you been that person where it's like, mm, I'm a little embarrassed on that one? To be honest, no. Like, I'm honestly being honest because I just was too, like, my dating life really was scarce up until a certain time in my life so I really when I did decide to date somebody I crossed my eyes and oh shit not crossed my eyes crossed my teeth out of my eyes <laughs> <laughs> so I wasn't trying to to look here I don't got time to be going to jail look no oh I wish because, you was in my life then Coco because <laughs> I'll go zero to 100 and then that'll be all it'll be all over and ain't nobody's dingling Dick or whatever word you want to use on here, I can't let it make me act crazy. Even though sometimes it has had me having that those feelings like that. But yeah, so my dating experiences have been kind of like they haven't been that nothing dramatic. I mean, well, it was this one time. <laughs> one time, talk to us. We listening? Uh, hell no! I'm not y'all. Because <laughs> uh-uh, I that was a that was a wrongdoing on my end. Well, like oh. I let this I let this dude move down here from another city, and guess what? A week later, I sent his ass back. <laughs> okay, so oh, I talk about it. So you skipped a couple chapters. That's what I'm saying. What is going on? Just tell Hell me. Why. Why. 
uh-uh, y'all ain't finna get me out here like this. Mm, I'm just saying. What? I'm just telling you. That was a... When I tell you, my mom talked about me so bad. She was like, now, you finna let him do what? Now? I let this man move down here and with me because we had been talking. We wanted to build something. You know, he said, man, I'm coming down here. I'm not. I'm going to be able to find a job. We're going to do this. We're going to build this. We're going to da 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 Uh-uh. Nope. First of all, there was a lot of things. Not a lot. There was a thing that he did that I didn't like, but I tolerated it. And from there on, it was just like, no, I, I, it was a flag. Like he smoked cigarettes and I don't like cigarettes, even though he smoked them outside or whatever. And it got to the point of before you even kiss me or anything, you have to, every time he would have to brush his teeth, gargle, all of that. And so it just became, yeah, too much. And so I was like, oh, you got to go. Right. <laughs> she sent she sent them packing back to <laughs> sent his bags back to Georgia. Right on back to Houston. <laughs> Bye. You gotta go. <laughs> sent the bags back to Georgia. That is funny. Oh, sure did. Listen. So like, you know, we we're gonna close it out with, with you know, do you ladies feel that ghosting is something that you've experienced or something that you have done? Absolutely. Both. Both? Okay. Do you think it's okay to ghost? Sometimes. Sometimes for What's your the sometimes? sometimes for your mental like sanity or or anything like that. Sometimes it's okay to ghost people without explanation. If somebody if somebody is really destroying like your your mental health or your mental stability or like they are just really just bad for you, I feel like it is a hundred percent okay to ghost and like you know delete them, block their number, block their Instagrams, all that. I feel like it is okay to do that when they are a certain level of toxic to your life. I can respect that. Now, I definitely ghost. Now, if y'all were deeper than that, I feel like sometimes the conversation has to be had. Like, listen, for my own sake, I'm going to go ahead and step off. Okay. Okay. So it depends on, on how, how far into the, the relationship you are. Right. Mm. How about you, Coco? How you feel? Um, Being that I'm very transparent, if it's, Okay, I guess I have to learn to, like, give it a chance and then, you know, I would make up my mind or decision or whatever. Ghosting, I think, right off to me is, like, really weird. Like, okay, you don't owe me nothing. All right, you don't want to talk, okay? Let's just be adult about it and be like, okay, it's not going to work. This ain't Right, I don't understand why people do all this pussyfooting around. Like, okay, nigga, you don't like it. Okay, bye. like for real like just okay but i do understand l's saying that if you get a little further in and then you decide this might not this is not going to be enough i mean this is not going to be good for me i still kind of think though l sometimes if you've gotten past a certain point it's okay. But if you got past a certain point, you just can't tell them, okay, look, this ain't gonna work. Absolutely. I agree with you, Coco, because I feel like even if like almost to the point where I f- feel like sometimes confronting 
the trauma directly can help you heal better because you've gained that closure for yourself. This is just in this scenario. This is not to speak to anything else, but just in a scenario where it's it's toxic, but it's not dangerous to your physical life, your safety, your health, things of that nature. But if it's somebody that is basically like just not a good fit for you, I agree. And I do think that it may not be a good fit, but they're not intentionally hurting you. So it's toxic to you or you're in a situation because we see it all the time. Where all y'all do is scream, holler at each other, pop up on each other, things of in that, right? I've been in those. Listen, I've been in those where I've had (laughs) somebody who was a bus driver drive past my house every single day to see which cars was outside of my house. And then text me and be like, um, so there's a random car at your house, sir. I live in a city. Who how do you know who's at my house? It's weird, right? So I had to confront that though, even though like I knew their their character and I knew that they weren't dangerous they were just very toxic as far as their obsession so I was able to confront that and and gain that closure any last words of advice we have ladies for anyone listening being in a situationship dating or ghosting situationship if it's a flag that, that you know is wrong please walk away walk the fuck away quickly go don't stay don't stay longer than you need to look for reciprocity if it's not reciprocated just just leave it where it's at ladies that's what i'm talking about all right now it has been the end of this sis i tell you what podcast and we'll be tuning in with you next tuesday look forward to our next episode